scheme logos is like there's a guy from Minneapolis and a guy for St. Paul, and they have like a big neon sign at the stadium. So whenever the twins get a home run, Minneapolis and St. Paul shake hands across the river. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> God damn it. Even your professional sports are folksy. <laughs> Then do you all eat a salad that's made out of just mayonnaise after that? Mayonnaise and wild rice. <laughs> mayonnaise and jello. <laughs> and call it a salad. And marshmallows. Guys are joking, but there is definitely a salad with those three ingredients. Oh my god. We know. <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, hey, Sarah, tell us about cookie salad. Cookie salad? Yeah. It's um. So it's you get a tub of like the Cool Whip whipped cream, and then you put in a packet of the vanilla jello. The powder? The pudding? Yeah. Je- yeah, jello pudding. The yellow. <laughs> uh, so you mix that together, and that's the base. And then you fill it with uh, bits of. I've had it like with smashed Oreo cookies. I've had it with like bits of Snickers bars, but it's like some sort of cookie and then grapes. All right, well, uh, this is Monster Pot, a pot about monsters. Look out for the new show on the Sublo Media Network, Minnesotan Cooking. You joke, but we could make Everybody that. dies by episode three. I mean, <laughs> I find it very interesting. I did, last night when I got super stoned, just look up pictures of food from, like, the 70s, the 60s and 70s when no one knew how to cook. And then I got sidetracked by, like, modern kitchens from the 50s. Uh, anyways, <laughs> like when Anne Marie had to make a sandwich cake on the Bake Show, and she made salmon frosting. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is that the week that she got voted off? No, I think it was the week before. <laughs> she got voted off on. Oh no, it was. It was the week she got voted off. She got voted off on Bread Week. Just checking. That, that was mean. I'm sorry. One. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Emily. I try to corral this nonsense, and it doesn't work. No, I'm yeah, you're so good at corralling and not creating. <laughs> <laughs> was mean. When I am vaccinated, I'm gonna fly to Minneapolis and kick your ass. <laughs> and I'll well, you have a few very months. Nice cookie salad. <laughs> Honestly, I Did would. You hear that? She's gonna kill you. <laughs> Actually, that is, that does sound like a threat, doesn't it? it I'm does. diabetic, you ass. <laughs> And if you weren't before, you would be ever. I just got my A1C down. Anyway, someone else introduced themselves. It's Travis. Oh, hi, I'm Travis. I play Buddy Norman. He's a Bigfoot man. That sounds like you were writing a Dave Matthews song. I was. He's a Bigfoot man. My name is Sarah. I play Thomason. She's the spooky. And my name is Sadie. I play Jimmy. He's the initiate, kinda. <laughs> he was at some point. The initiate who's no he longer initiated. The initiate, <laughs> initiate formerly known be, as Jimmy. Can you be denitiated? I- <laughs> <laughs> the denitiate? <gasps> can we create a new playbook? It, the but, then, but then Jimmy would have to be played by Jim Rash from Community. <laughs> denitiate. Uh, yes. And every episode we record, you show up in a new crazy costume. I mean, I could do that, but this is... You make a joke that barely lands, and then you walk away. It lands, just not with... Just not with the people you're telling it to. (laughs) Jimmy went through some changes between season two and season three. We don't like to talk about it. (laughs) 
It's kind of like in the Cosby show when they recast the mom and didn't talk about it. Or Fresh <laughs> Prince. Or Fresh... Oh, no, it was Fresh Prince, not the Cosby show. It was show. Fresh Prince, yeah. And I think that also happened on Roseanne when they got a new Becky. And also Boy Meets World when the sister Morgan stares. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't come down for like three years. Yeah. All right. So last we spoke, you guys had killed the Veracalas. Gavin. <laughs> vampire adjacent. <laughs> the squishy, blood-filled vampire. Um, you destroyed its its grave dirt. I assume. I'm still working off the assumption that like fire can. I don't think there's actually a way to get rid of dirt, but we're just gonna assume that that's how it works in this universe. Oh yeah, like dirt breaks down eventually. Like it's. We'll just say that the the accelerant in the flamethrower was blessed and you torched it. <laughs> Holy fire. It was dirt burning fire. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then um, Agent Skip Carmichael, <laughs> Sterling K. Brown, told, reminded you more that you still need to figure out what Van Houten is doing because he is the real root of this issue as he was trying to import an illegal vampire adjacent which I guess all vampires are... No. As opposed to the Vamp- legal versions? <laughs> vampires aren't illegal. <laughs> Just the vampire adjacent ones? Well, I mean, it was an undocumented immigrant. Wow. <laughs> this went off the rails. Sometimes I don't think about that kind of implication. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be in the country. Like, you can have the monsters that exist in your country. Fine. Uh, but you can't bring in what would be considered an invasive species. <laughs> Which is why we don't have black currants in America. <laughs> black currants, vampires, same thing. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys are covered in blood. I assume you guys you guys still have some harm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I'm... Well, thankfully, I'm not one. dying anymore, but we're going to... Should probably head back to the hotel to clean up and maybe rest a little and regroup. Yeah! Yeah, let's do that. Oh, and just for the record, um, Thomason, you had been infected by a wasting disease. That's why you felt weird. Oh, um, cool. That's what everyone's got then. Yeah, it's it's gone now. You saved an old lady and a barista. So, yeah, um... Yeah, we'll send you back to the the hotel. You can clean up. We'll say it's a day later. It's take some time to recover, so everyone oh, it's gets to Friday now. Oh, we've already <laughs> Saturday. We've already done the dirt. Let's say you guys are healed for two harm over that day of recuperation. Woohoo! Uh, buddy, gonna roll himself a big fat joint and try to heal that last point of harm that he's got. <laughs> Damn, buddy, what happened to you? Jimmy emerged from that relatively unharmed. I only had one harm, and only because I burnt myself. I'm so. Oh fuck yeah! I rolled the best joint ever. <laughs> that is a fourteen point joint right there. That's like a Rihanna in uh, Ocean's Eight joint. I, I rolled like like one of those uh, like big plastic like over large baseball bat size joints. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like you went to see the Mets and then had the baseball bat that you got at the stadium, yeah. and then we're like, I can do this. Yeah. Just sticking together rolling papers to make it big <laughs> enough. So Buddy spent a uh, Friday doing crafts. <laughs> but since they were weed crafts, he had the biggest smile on his face. Uh, that would be a fun show hosted by like Snoop and Martha, weed crafts. 
Yeah. I would watch the hell out of it. Actually, Ron Funches is hosting, it's on Discovery Plus, it's um, Chopped, but with weed food. There's already weed food shows. Yeah, but this is a competition. Yeah. Yeah, well, whatever. He's doing a new show on Discovery. It's Ron Funches, so, like, it deserves our attention. Obviously. (laughs) He's a hometown hero, Travis. (laughs) So you guys head back to the uh, field office in Brooklyn. You're seated around a conference table. Um, Bree is proud of you for only setting one tree on fire. <laughs> a new record. I mean, that is a very good record for us, yeah. It is. She is also very proud of you guys for collecting the remaining goo and stuff and, like, bringing it back. Oh, we didn't just leave that in the middle of the park for Oh, yeah, I was wanting to burn to that with its grave. Oh, no, it's fine. Um, once you <laughs> took care of the grave, then it became just... Goo. Well, yeah, but I was going to burn the whole mamma jamma together. Well, no, it's it's been handed over to Pod for studying. So Van- right. Vanessa took it on the plane back to, to Washington, where she told TJ that you did a very good job with the flamethrower he gave you. Now he'll make And I put in socks. a pamphlet for cargo socks. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe as a season three treat. <laughs> I already have a very big treat for you guys in season three, but maybe also. Is it a socks. talking dog? <laughs> <laughs> no definitely i almost did a playbook where i get a talking dog or could have been a talking dog i think it would have been the talking dog. i think you were gonna be the talking dog yeah anyways <laughs> so yeah you guys need to figure out figure stuff out i guess well what do we know about van houten's whereabouts yes please uh, reference your notes everybody can you use your crystal magic to point out van titties on a map I have notes from, like, last episode. I have notes from the beginning of season two? I have notes, but we have nothing about Van Houten's whereabouts. He just fucked off. Can we do the crystal thing again? <laughs> I don't know. You could also think of people that you may have as contacts. Oh, what's her name? The the, the girl that the lady. he made into an, an accomplice. Would she know, though? Has she been tracking him? I think she was. Yeah. When we saw her at the diner, she was tracking uh, Van Houten. Let's yeah, call her. You guys, you guys her saw her in Puerto Rico. Um, arson buddy. No. Our arson like, buddy. Like, yes, but no. <laughs> her name is Luna. Luna, <laughs> that's right. Luna Torchgood. Look, you're lucky I remember my own character's name. Can we call Luna? Yeah, it'll take a minute to find the number, I guess. <laughs> Not just saved in our phones. We're good friends. She committed arson for us. Yeah, they set uh, the intern <laughs> on, on looking up her contact info. Some time passes, so uh, sort through the rest of your shit, and we'll get there. You have other information, I'm sure. Like, you don't just need to know where he is. I assume you need to know what he's doing. Well, he's importing illegal immigrants. I mean, Uh, that's not really the thing. I guess we've been faced with, would you consider a vampire an immigrant or an import? Well, I don't know. Import sounds pretty dehumanizing. <laughs> it's not human? <laughs> it was at some point. But you consider a dead body to be an import or an immigrant? <laughs> this is a weird area that I'm not sure we want to play in. I feel like we could get some good QAnon input on this. <laughs> I'll call my dad. No, oh, wait. Was he... I thought so, he was already here, and then he was working for Van Houten, and then yeah, they like, was, captured him. 
I'm going to say this is Bree, so it doesn't sound like I'm giving you guys too much as you're a Look, keeper. you can't expect us to remember things. Uh, no. Um, he, Cosmo, was in the United States, um, worked for Van Houten in New York and in Florida, and he was arrested. Arrested? Why did I say it like that? <laughs> arrested and deported after the incident and sent back to Greece where he presumably died and uh, became a vampire or made himself a vampire on accident or uh... some sort of that. Oh, and then we gooed him. Well, Van Houten found out and brought him to the United States illegally. And um, then he got loose because, well, you don't import vampires. <laughs> That's how Dracula started. That's literally how Dracula started. It's true. Here's my question. What does he gain from this? Besides making sure he was a headache testing. for ourselves. Yeah, but... Hmm. Well, I mean, he turned Buddy into a half Bigfoot, half man. So he's obviously experimenting with that. And he made a vampire chupacabra. Yeah, I think he's he? just like... Yeah, that yeah that's what you thought. Super, super cabra. It was a super cabra, but it was a chupacabra that had been spliced with vampire, like normal vampire DNA. Gotcha. Man, I need to re-listen to this whole season. And he was giving mermaids rabies. Like, I feel like he's just trying to, like, create the worst possible monster. And then, like, I don't know, sick it on the world? Uh, mm. He's a big bag of dicks. I don't know. So we need to get John Cena to take care of him. Wow, that's a deep <laughs> cut no one's gonna fucking get. <laughs> or will they? <laughs> Let me reference the Red Band trailer that just came out for a movie that's no one's going to see until July. But like, yeah, but for the people listening to this, that trailer came out like a month ago? I guess. Also, the the like Venn diagram of the people who listen to this and who will watch that movie is a circle. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I take it back. Um, yeah, I guess it is safe to assume that he is trying to make some sort of u- uber monster. I imagine that would be a pretty easy sale, uh, weapons-wise. Mm-hmm. That was going to be my guess. Like, is he trying to weaponize monsters, essentially? So what are, what are we going to do when we find him? We could kill him. But I don't know. Would we get in trouble for that, Bree? If we hide his body real good, we won't. If like, he if happens- we, like, take off our badges... And, like, kill him as civilians. If he dies or disappears in custody, I don't know if there's anything that we can do about that. Gray area it is. I think Brittany just (laughs) gave us permission to murder somebody. To disappear somebody is really what she gave us permission to do. (laughs) Well, it's like you guys don't even remember the dream you had. No, I do. Just been yours. No. I'm just not saying anything because Bree's in the room, and I don't think Bree knows. So we're not Sadie doesn't remember. It. No. Prince K offered you the ability to bring someone back from the dead or reset your luck points if you bring him you. Van Houten. Wait, thank you. I'm sorry. It's been a very difficult week. <laughs> My brain. And whether or not Bree knows about that, Buddy is... still doesn't want to give anything to a demon prince who helped you find the vampire. No. Yeah, he's still a fucking demon. Oh, well, that's fine. You don't have to, because Thomas and Will. 
<laughs> Thomason has no qualms about this. But, like what? Yeah, because like, what else are we gonna do? We're gonna kill him. Fine. Like, either like, let's just get rid of him the other way and get something out of it. This is not. This is me talking. This is not Thomason talking. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Someone motions for Bree to like come out into the office, so she follows. So you guys are alone. Great. Yeah, let's find this bitch and get him to K. Uh, yeah. If we give him to K in like a Ziploc bag after we've blended him, maybe? I feel I'm like he wants to like torture him or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure K wants him in a torturable state. It has never once been implied that they got along. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't think he would be mad that he, uh, if we delivered him dead in pieces uh, i do think he would be disappointed he did specifically like- say he wanted him alive because i just don't know what a demon prince wants to do with a guy who knows how to you know what not our problem yeah yeah i do think it's a it's a matter of he hates him a lot and he wants to make him hurt real bad and i think he would just be disappointed if like we got to hurt him and he didn't sort of like when you get to shoot people and i don't get to shoot people and i'm sad <laughs> <laughs> Boy, <laughs> it's my thing. <laughs> you got to use the flamethrower. I know it was great. <laughs> Twice. Look, buddy, if you don't want to be involved, you don't have to be involved. All I'm saying is, I know what I'm going to do. Don't split the party. Don't split the party. Don't split the party. <laughs> Sign the accords, buddy. <laughs> no, buddy is moving away. He's going to put on a black jacket and grow a beard. <laughs> On top of his beard. <laughs> beard for his beard. Which Avenger were you referencing? Is he going Captain like... Captain America. Captain America, know. he grows a beard. Yeah, he put on a black jacket and grew a beard. Because he didn't want to sign a cord. I didn't know if you were doing Wait. like a Hawkeye or... No, he, he kept the same jacket and he didn't grow a beard. He does get a mohawk. It was a good look for him. Wait, does that and make I us Tony? I would say once again, <laughs> Fat Thor, best Thor. He looked more authentically I- Norse. I just wish he had. They hadn't made so many jokes about him being fat. That would have been great. Oh yeah, no, definitely. But like, it's a very good look for him. The hair, the beard, everything. Anyway, that's not the point of this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think about Fat Thor a lot. <laughs> this is unsurprising to me. We have to find the guy first, right? Yeah, let's cross that bridge when we get to it. So Bree comes back with the intern, and he's like, "Well, we found Luna. Great. She is in the city." And right. she is with a uh, one of Van Houten's associates, who awesome. had apparently been suffering from some sort of wasting disease. They are willing to talk to us. Hell yes. This is what you get for being an asshole. Everyone turns against you. So you can meet with Luna and, I assume, Van Houten's former uh, employee now. They won't come to the office on account of, well, it's not a good place for them. So they are going to meet in the parking lot of a warehouse in Brooklyn. Are you guys let's go? Are you guys heading there now? Do you want to prepare anything? Is there stuff you still need to talk about? I mean, we should definitely bridges when we get to (laughs) that. We should definitely uh, bring the van. Is all I'm going to say. Well, yeah. I mean, we have some rope. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there's rope in the van. I. Assume the van is equipped with a standard adventurer's kit? <laughs> Duct tape? <laughs> yes. Ties. I imagine you guys are just standing outside of the van when Bree is, like, checking the supply bay in the back, being like, yeah, yeah. What do you guys want this for? 
Don't worry. Kenyatta. Yeah, we have some flex cuffs in here. <laughs> Unless anyone has their own handcuffs that they brought from home. <laughs> Did not think so. Um, yeah, so you guys head to uh, this abandoned warehouse in the middle of... Not the middle of Brooklyn. I say the middle of Brooklyn is pretty nice, but like wherever there would be a warehouse in Brooklyn. The warehouse uh, district. Yeah, yeah. Uh, big... <laughs> I think that's just where hipsters and coffee lives. No, that's it's the meat Brooklyn district. It's just... <laughs> All right, so yeah, you guys are there. Another car pulls up shortly, and uh, there's Luna, and then a a woman, a middle aged woman. I picture her in a lab coat, but I sincerely doubt she would wear that to this meeting. She doesn't just like wear it around in her off team. <laughs> no, she she looks like the the lady professor from Pokemon Sword, uh, Sonia, <laughs> in my head. It's actually exactly what I was picturing. Yeah, sorry, I gotta Google this. Yeah, so they get out of the car. And uh, head towards you. They're wearing baseball caps and hoodies like they're a, a Marvel superhero trying to hide from the world. Or Joe from you. <laughs> Weird. She takes off her hat. It's Penn Badgley. <laughs> yeah, Luna's like, oh, it's nice to see you guys again. What's been happening? Oh, you know. Um, Looked around that place in Puerto Rico a little more. Thanks for taking care of the chupacabra. I very much appreciate that. Just found more of the same. Uh, this is Dr. Breen. She works with Van Houten. Well, no, not with him. She's not, like, his personal assistant. And Dr. Breen is like, I think I could speak for myself. I have a separate human. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did R&D for Van Houten Industries. Um... And I heard you needed to know where his uh, base was now. I uh, recently recovered from a bout of wasting illness, so that was fun. I assume you guys took care of that. Yeah, that's not great. I had it too. Not nice. It sounds like he was trying to bring in another specimen to uh, work on his, his splicing project, which needs a cool name, but I can't think of one. So that's... <laughs> Splicing. Talk a little bit more about that. What's the name of the thing in Power Rangers where all of the bits come together to form a big robot? Voltron? No. No, that's, that's, no, that's Voltron. <laughs> Megazord? Yeah. So I've been working on Project Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, do you work for a five-year-old? I would assume Emily that he's a man in like his, his mid to late 30s. I was imagining him, like, in his 50s. No. Oh. So, he's a millennial. <laughs> uh, anyway, Dr. Brayton continues speaking. Uh, I feel like he's getting close to his goal in this project. I am very concerned about what he is going to do. I mean, he's already caused so much damage. And the thing about money is that it's very hard to, you know, prosecute them. So if I give you the location of his lab, can you go in there and gather the intel that you would need to arrest him? Sure. In exchange for full immunity for me. I don't know if we're authorized to negotiate that. Well, A, but also, like, we're going in and doing the work, and you're somehow getting immunity? I am giving you the information that you need to go in there. I'm not a lawyer, but I feel like that's a little shaky. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to the prosecutor about that. We have no power. We have no authority. Bree is already on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's like, I'll take care of the legal stuff. You guys just go in and, and there's some pen cameras in the van. Glove box that you can use to get pictures. I don't know why you're doing this old school spy movie style. <laughs> but try not to blow this one up. Blow up a van one time. Buddy sneaks in a brick of C4 into one of his pockets real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so do we have a an agreement? Sure. Okay. So his new lab is uh while we're standing in the parking lot. It's right <laughs> literally <laughs> right here. Yeah, that's convenient. <laughs> as far as I know, I got cut from the project a couple weeks ago, so I haven't been in on what exactly he's doing. I do know that he has been sending people out to engage in what I can only describe as light grave robbing. Yeah, that sounds on brand. You'll need a valid handprint to get into the lab. I can provide one. Are you going to give us uh, a but I. <sighs> That wasn't even supposed to be a pun. I literally just expected him to like hand us a hand. Uh, and and Luna's like, um, no, sort of. And then she pulls a uh, latex hand out of her backpack. <laughs> it's like I took a cast of her hand just in the event that anything happened. Oh my god. Emily was going to have you do this yourself, but she didn't think you guys would arrive at the conclusion in a timely manner. <laughs> So she hands you the la- the latex hand. So Dr. Breen points towards the entrance. She's like, go in there. There's not going to be a lot in there. There will be a fridge in the back corner. You open the fridge and it should be pretty self-explanatory from there. Uh, if you go down the hall in the main lab to your left is the room where they have been doing most of the serum testing. Uh, if you go to the right is the cold storage where I believe the bodies are being held. That was a lot of information. And the door at the end of the hall leads to Van Houten's office. All right. Um, and and Bree takes a break from being on the phone to be like, please don't blow it up. We want to return those bodies to their families. Again, please don't blow it up. Buddy sneaks a second brick of C4 into his pocket. <laughs> I'd like to return these bodies to their families. We won't blow it up. We're not making any more promises. We will try not to blow it up. How about we say that? <laughs> like, we won't actively try to blow it up. We'll just, like... You guys are on your own now. <clears throat> the spoon is being put away. Oh. Mm. <laughs> For me, I was like, are you gonna... Are you been, have you been hitting us with the yeah, spoon? I'm confused. <laughs> I needed to spoon feed us the answer to your, your spoon joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, should we go in? But quietly. Would it not be simpler for us to disappear Van Houten and then just, like, get them all of the stuff that they need? Like, we're not actually going to prosecute him. So, like, do we need to get them information when they could just, like, come in with, like, legitimate cameras and take pictures? You know, you might be onto something there. Let's go in. Are you guys trying to decide how to do the least amount of work possible once you get into the... <laughs> I just feel like... Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't see why we need to dance around it. Like, let's just go in, get Van Houten. We'll worry about the rest later. Because I just, like, I feel like if he's not there, it's like, a, you know, when you kill the bad guy and then all of the other people fall. He's not Ultron. <laughs> how do you know that? Because I wrote him. Mm. <laughs> he lives in my head. It's very painful sometimes. 
But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to prosecute the guy. Well, we were never going to prosecute him. But, like, we're not going to deliver him for prosecution unless Buddy gets his way. Well, no, Buddy would still like him dead. Oh, okay. Buddy it's just Buddy would like to erase him from all existence yeah. by blowing up everything with him included. I'm pretty sure it ends with Van Houten in hell. So, you know, I'll take it. Which, at that point, he could be, like, blowed up several times a day for all eternity. I mean, if you think about it, all of the stuff Prince K has done to you has just been to prove that you were the ones for this job. Did you just, did you just give us a theme for your arc? I... <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, Prince K has done some fucked up stuff, but he was just, like, testing you guys. I personally like him very much, but he is also, again, my own creation. <laughs> He's growing on me, I'm gonna be honest. All right, let's go. Like, are we going to, like, go actively look for something that will get this guy prosecuted, or are we just gonna go get the guy? No, we're gonna go get the guy. We can get yeah, just go get the guy. shit okay. later. Great. I feel like we should be it. trying to figure out how to sneak into the lab and not get noticed. Because well, we got our uh, big dildo hand. <laughs> but, I mean, that works for getting into the lab, but there are also other people in the lab. And if I remember correctly, you guys got your asses kicked by some security guards last time you tried to do this. Bree is back from being on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Disguises, maybe? Thomason, can you magically disguise people? Is that a thing in your skill set? I don't know. I've never done it before. Try. It's not really our thing. Try. I guess I guess she doesn't have like illusory magic, but you are like psycho whatever. You can do brain stuff. You are psycho, yeah. I said psycho I guess whatever. On my character sheet, I can convince people and minions of anything. And inside of this lab, they are guaranteed to be either people or minions. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes both. <laughs> I was going to say, oh. I just like Scarlet Witch them all into thinking we're supposed to be there? You can definitely try. Like if you and Buddy uh, team up. Also, I'm just picturing a lab full of the little like jelly bean guys from Despicable Me now. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never tried it before, but let's roll the dice. Okay. Um, so you guys are going to go into the warehouse, I assume? Yes. Yeah. It's a warehouse. <laughs> um, so you step inside a big open space. There's some open crates, broken furniture, one of those old Indiana Jones bloodline fridge in the corner. Not like Indiana Jones branded, but like. <laughs> Is this where they hold the, har- the Ark of the Covenant? Is that the- that warehouse? No, it, it can. S- s- no. Is it like the warehouse in Big Hero 6? I don't remember it well enough. Oh. Um, it's like the warehouse in that episode of Broad City where they had to go all the way out to Staten Island to pick up a package. Okay, I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you notice all the windows are covered with tinted film, which is weird for a place that no one cares about. Well, when you're doing weird science. I'm not going to do it. Okay, everyone roll investigative history. (laughs) I can't have... Like, three weird science references in one series. That's too much. I got a seven. You can do anything. I got a nine. I got a four. Okay, someone got a nine? (laughs) Yeah, Sadie did. Jimmy notices uh, footprints in the dust and dirt on the floor that leads to the corner with the fridge. Which I'm pretty sure that Dr. Brain already told you about, but just for the sake of what I wrote in my notes. Wow, and according to my dice roll, Buddy did not notice the fridge. (laughs) 
we what is wrong with me? Because I'm kind of curious as to what's in is there. Is Buddy dead? Okay, <laughs> you guys walk over to the fridge. That's why. Yes, we walk <laughs> um, over to the fridge. Who's opening the fridge? I will open the fridge. Jimmy opens the fridge, and it's it's a fridge, but on the very back, you notice a glass panel. Mm. Can I can I push the glass panel? Yes, it um with your with your hand. No, with the dildo hand. <laughs> We're calling it. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Monster Pad, where it's sometimes about dildos. <laughs> you should wrap it up sometimes real nice. Give it about dildos. Give it to Lil Hicks when you get back. Is like a <laughs> he'll come and back it'll, at some and point. it'll have a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Travis is going to propose. No, but the ring is also a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Just like. A rose gold penis that you wrap around your finger so the balls no, meet the tip. No, no, no. It's you... just, it's a ring, but on, like, where a, where a, like, stone would be, it's just a little penis. <laughs> Very functional. So Jimmy pushes the panel with the latex hand. <laughs> and... We're just going to move on. Okay. <laughs> it lights up green. And you, behind you, uh, two panels on the floor that have been disguised with, like, a broken chair and a stack of crates slide apart to reveal the staircase. We go down the staircase. Staircase leads you into a very clean, white lab area. Uh, it looks a lot like the one that you blew up. Good memories. It, it could be a reception area, but you kind of get the, the vibe that they don't do a lot of receiving of people in that <laughs> lab. Um, there's no one in the room with you. Um, but down the hall, you can hear people talking and beakers clinking and other science sounds. <laughs> Remind science me where Van Houten is again. His office is the last door down the hall. Well, let's go that way. Yeah, let's just go straight to it. All right. It, so you guys just walk down the hall? Yeah. All right. Uh, as you walk down the hall, you see that the door at the end of it has two security guards in front of it who uh, don't like the looks of you and begin to advance on you. Uh, uh, use magic. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, get in their heads. You're literally Buddy's gonna-, gonna use talking skills, but I'm gonna roll first to see how well I need to do talking skills. So Thomason's skills. casting a spell and you're using your talking skills. Yes. So you're just, you're doing a double team Jedi, Jedi mind trick? Yeah. Yes. And, I got a 10 got his hand on his gun, just in case. Oh my god, he's the Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to do talking very well, so I am going to use a luck point. You better hand over Fan Houghton to Prince <laughs> K. Okay, so um, what do you say? What do you do? We're supposed to be. We're Van Houghton shoe shiners. Oh my god. We're here to polish his boots. Oh my god. I thought I was going somewhere else. <laughs> Not like Candy Graham or. No! Just even, we have an appointment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm using magic. (laughs) Um, Well, they stare at you blankly for a second, and then Thomason's magic and Buddy's magic, I guess, washes over them, and they're like, yeah, okay. (laughs) And, like, one of them just steps aside and opens the door and, like, shows you down another set of of, uh, stairs. Spooky stairs. No, they're nice stairs, I mean. Why can't they be spooky? Why would he build spooky stairs leading to his office? He's a fancy man. Evil. I don't know. Look at Dr. Evil's lab in Austin Powers. Not evil looking at all. 
I have a weird frame of reference for this. No. <laughs> Let's go down the stairs. I'm going to pretend they're spooky. There's nothing you can do about it. Thomas is just walking with her eyes closed. So, yeah, you uh, reach the bottom of the stairs, and there's another door. and I open it. It's locked. I kick it. Roll kick some ass. I kicked it pretty good. Eleven. Okay, yeah, you kick it. Uh, you break the lock. It opens. Swings open. It, you are faced with a very nice office. I feel like you've been in a Van Houten office before, but... But we were in the middle of torching it? Oh, no, I remember. It's the office from your dream with Prince K. Oh, interesting. Okay. <clears throat> a very large wooden desk in the middle bookshelves made of fine leather yes <laughs> um and behind the desk is sitting van houten who does not look like colonel sanders but instead is like a late 30s man in a white suit with fashionably white hair and uh he does not look surprised to see you <laughs> uh i think thomason's gonna yell hey asshole and do some magic okay throw that bitch against a wall <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as he's about to say something snarky, he is raised from his chair and slammed against the wall behind him where he slides down. Buddy would like to run up and punch him in the dick Give while he's pinned against second. the wall. <laughs> no. No, not yet. Put the dice away. <laughs> he slides down the wall, and as he's kind of coming to, he pulls something out of the jack the jacket of his pocket. The pocket of his jacket. <laughs> His pockets have jackets. Um, he p- buddy is calling Tej right now. <laughs> he pulls out a syringe from his jacket pocket that is loaded with a reddish purple liquid that seems like it might be kind of the same viscosity as the stuff that Jimmy accidentally got on himself in Florida. No, it's bad. It's bad. Oh, bad. Bad. Uh, Bad. He, he quickly stabs it into his chest like he's doing a one-man play version of Pulp Fiction where he's both John Trot and Uma Thurman. Uh, his pupils dilate and his breathing gets heavier. And uh, Jimmy, you recognize these symptoms as what you experienced when you caught the goo from the mermaids. Oh, no. Bad. Bad. Not great. His face reddens and begins to distort with his mouth and jaw lengthening and fusing into a snout. And patchy fur sprouts from his hands and arms while his clothes stretch and tear as he grows to nearly seven feet tall. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> his eyes turn a deeper red and there's a, route, a loud ripping sound as his shirt rips from his back and he hunches over, kind of like a movie werewolf. And uh, it's very hard to look at you guys. And he is fully prepared climbing up off the floor to fuck you up. Shoot him? <laughs> Thanks. Y'all got guns. Buddy's gonna shoot him him with his uh, fists. (laughs) Yeah, roll. Is he gonna Bigfoot out or? Yeah. Okay. It's probably for the best. I shoot him with a big hairy fist. I might shoot him with a big hairy fist. Uh, Oh no, I add a lot to that. I get an eight. All right. I shoot him an okay amount with a big hairy So you fist. rush forward and... And do three harm to his face region. 
uh, you do one harm to his face region. Oh, oh. no. Oh, boy. We are so you punch him. for this. And he swipes at you with his chupacabra claws, uh, and you take one across the chest uh, for two harm. And also you notice that they're very itchy. Oh, no. Uh, and he roars, I guess, and starts tromping towards what he perceives to be the weakest person, Thomason. Uh, well, but... Hey, I threw him against a fucking wall! Yeah, but look at yourself. Sexist. Bigfoot <laughs> and a man with a sword. <laughs> He's an asshole! I don't know what you want from me! He raises both of his fists to bring them down on Thomas's head. Like uh, buddy Kong. dives in the way to protect someone. Okay. Thanks, buddy. Oh, Buddy does an okay job at it. Uh, he does a seven. Okay. So, Buddy, you push Thomason out of the way. Thomason, take one harm from, like, hitting a chair on your way down. And, Buddy, you are going to catch most of the brunt of his smash uh, for two harm. Whew. Ow. Buddy's bleeding a bit. I would, I would like to shoot. Okay. Okay. That's going to be an 11. Yeah, uh, you managed to shoot him in... The chest, which pulls him off of Buddy. Um, that What does your gun usually do? Two. Do you have stats on that? Yeah. So it's going to not do anything. But you have distracted him. Just by observation, when he opens his mouth to yell again, you notice uh, vampire-y fangs and uh, chupacabra-y claws, and he's hairy like a Bigfoot, so maybe... He's misplacing some shit. Yep. What did we use to kill the chupacabra? I don't remember. Fire. You used Fire. We bring the flamethrower with us? I brought C4? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna ask I'm if not... we brought the flamethrower with us. I feel like that would have been a little conspicuous. A little conspicuous? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's classic shoe shining here. <laughs> it's our polish blaster. Anybody got a lighter? Well, Buddy, Buddy always does. What do you? What's in the office? Is there anything? Two chairs, big desk, bookshelves, a globe that has a whiskey bar in it. Beautiful. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to Molotov cocktail him. Uh, act under pressure. No, I want not. There you go. Uh, act under pressure is cool. No. Well, it's still an 11. Um, okay, so Jimmy, you're going to run over to the bar and describe what you do there. Um, I'm going to like grab what I assume is some fabric that fa- fell off of his body when he transformed into a monster and stuff it in. Yeah, there's fat. Like, yeah. Stuff it into the whiskey bottle, light the whiskey bottle on fire, yell, duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do a, a Jason. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, buddy duck and toss a <laughs> Molotov cocktail okay. at his back. Uh, roll kick some ass for that. Oh, no, that's with tough. That's a 12. Okay. Uh, it somehow manages to land, like, in his arms. <laughs> so he's just holding this Molotov like cocktail. <laughs> and it catches the rest of his clothing on fire. Yes. And he's, like, screaming and all distracted. And he's going to take quite a bit of harm oh yeah uh, he's also naked now because you burnt the clothes off it's very strange Ugh. um but now he's on fire and he's mad <laughs> so he's gonna start advancing towards jimmy uh, <laughs> uh i continue shooting him <laughs> yeah but it didn't do anything no but now he's like 
It just made him pay more attention to you. Can I bring one of the bookcases down on top of his head? Yeah. I'm going to do that. Okay, roll use magic. Twelve. So, yeah, you kind of magically... I don't know how to describe this. You describe it. You describe what you're doing. <laughs> I, I just kind of gesture towards the bookcases and, like, they fall. Thank you. <laughs> I pull them forward with my brain magic. <laughs> Real Wanda Maximoff over here. <laughs> the bookcase kind of, like, tips over onto him, pinning him underneath. He is very hurt. And he can't really move because he's still smoldering, which is in turn setting the bookshelf on fire, which you're going to have a real problem there in a little bit. He's not dead yet, but he if you guys do anything else, you will have killed him. So we do not want to do that. Call Prince K. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Buddy has a plan is definitely going to kill him. Can I summon Prince K real quick? How do we do that? <laughs> you, have that you have that whole thing, though, like image of a maiden or whatnot visage of a fair maiden a basic substance flesh of the unclean and a feather of a bird which i don't think that we have those things can we just yell really loud and maybe he'll hear us while you're doing that buddy is taking the duct tape and a block of c4 and shards of bookshelf to make a wood shrapnel grenade uh hold that thought (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just trying to figure out how we get him out of here without uh he's still all big and wolfy isn't without he us dying yeah everybody roll investigate a mystery <laughs> no no i did that badly just no i got a uh, seven i got a five buddy you have a, a package of tums in your pocket that you use for first aid what else did you guys roll a five which is not great thomason no. <laughs> no. A no? <laughs> you rolled a no. I rolled a no. All right. <laughs> Roll again. Ah, uh, that says eight. Jimmy? Can I just take a selfie? Oh, do you want me to roll again? Yes. Uh, also an eight. So, buddy, you find a uh, thing of antacids in your special pocket, your first aid pocket. Uh, Thomason? You notice a painting on the wall that has a young lady in it. I was going to say I just take a selfie, but that works too. <sighs> but like the painting is actually like a physical thing, whereas the selfie is be on your phone. Do you want your phone to be? You'd have to burn your phone. Yeah. Sure, fine. <laughs> Good. No <laughs> one can talk to me ever. <laughs> and Jimmy, you notice feathers poking out of the seat of one of the chairs that you guys have wrecked. Mm, okay. All right. Let's uh, summon a demon, I guess. You gonna do it again? Let's do it. Roll use magic. <laughs> Double sixes. Plus my weird. Nice. 15. You barely even have to say the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Prince K shows up standing on top of the desk because I'm assuming that's one of the only spaces left in the office that you haven't destroyed to draw that's the sigil. Fire. He is in a shower cap and a bathrobe, holding a ducky. (laughs) It's like, I hope you have a good excuse for this, because Princess Diana is going to be very upset. (laughs) She's not in hell. She went to hell? 
I, she's on loan. <laughs> and that there is why we're going to hell. Princess Diana can do whatever the fuck she wants in the afterlife, okay? Did you... Oh, shit, is that... Did she get him? Yeah, take him off her hands, will you? By all means. Miss um, Key, could you move the bookshelf, please? I move the bookshelf. Okay. If I bend over in this robe, it's going to be a whole thing. And, well, you know. That was a twelve. Um, so. Prince K snaps his finger and a bunch of uh, ropes appear around Van Houten. And then he snaps his finger again and Van Houten disappears. And he's like, could you uh, banish me, please? <laughs> he, he, he's going to die, right? Eventually. Good enough for me. Um, Just keep an eye on your emails in the next couple weeks and I'll... uh. Email. Take care of your payment. <laughs> you guys have done a very good job. I appreciate this. I obviously couldn't do it myself. Um, we have a lot of business to go over. Yeah, we're going to get our shit, right? That's I said, keep an eye on your email. email. Uh, th- did you mean that like you guys have a lot of business? You know, because if I oh, don't no, see I- an email, we know how to summon you. And this time... Uh, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Um, no, I have a lot of business with Mr. Van Houten to go over, if you know what I mean. Yes. I- Not like that, you know what I mean? He will die. <laughs> <laughs> I hand him my uh, C4 shrapnel grenade that I've made. Oh, no, you can use this on the on the lab when I'm gone. Not supposed okay. To. I was gonna fist fuck it down his throat and blow him up from the inside. <gasps> oh no, I'll take care of that. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I did with the super cobra. It's gotta work twice, right? You know, actually, I will take this. Um, <laughs> we'll have some words later, Mister Norman. <laughs> so uh, please banish me. <laughs> you banished. Okay. Um, <laughs> he disappears, and you are left with a very trashed room. No culprit, but, uh, I don't know, you b- defeated the boss, technically. Is the, is the room still on fire? It's slowly burning, yes. Well, let's go. <laughs> let's just go. <laughs> okay, you guys exit the lab, into the warehouse, and then out to the parking lot where As everyone- As we pass the guards, I'm like, shoe shining went bad, run! <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe pull the fire alarm on our way out. Is there Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Legally, they have to. (laughs) Legally, in their secret evil lab. (laughs) It's got to be up to code. Well, what if the fire marshal comes in to inspect? The evil fire marshal. (laughs) Played by Patton Oswalt. (laughs) Yes. Just Patton Oswalt with an eye patch. Uh, yeah, as you guys exit into the parking lot, you you see a, a Pat Oswalt in a mustache and an eye patch walking towards the building with a clipboard, and he's like, "Huh, <laughs> never mind." <laughs> Gets back into his car, <laughs> um, and that Bree- is just labeled "Evil Fire Marshal." <laughs> <laughs> the EVM, or EFM. So yeah, everyone's waiting for you, and and Bree is like, "Did you, where's Van? Ha- where's the?" He disappeared. <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> okay, so one of those is okay and one of those is really bad. I need to know which one it is. He died. He gone. <laughs> <laughs> is there a body? No. No. What happened? 
I gave him the Buddy Norman special. Big magic mishap. He just... He's burnt to crisp. Yeah. Is the lab still okay? I mean, it looks like it's on fire. But, like, it's... It's A little bit on fire. Put it out. I mean, you can still go in and get some evidence, but, like, you don't really need any evidence, you know? We also didn't burn it down. Notice. See? We set it on fire. But it's not not blown up. So, like, we should get points for that. (laughs) So a bunch of black unmarked cars pull up. And uh, men and women in suits start to get out, and Bree just, like, points them towards the warehouse and it's like, get what you can while you still can. <laughs> and people are starting to pour out of the warehouse it's because the fire alarm is going they off. They put it out. Yeah. It was, like, mostly contained to, like, the one room. It's like, well, I mean, I guess if nothing else, we'll have, have proof. You guys did check to make sure there was proof in there, right? Yes. Did we? We Bree just gets in the car and starts it and starts to drive <laughs> off without you. <laughs> we got that. I, I think we deserve a little bit of credit. I think so. Listen, we. I think we deserve a pizza party. Yeah, we killed the guy. Agent Carmichael is like, she'll get over it. Uh, you guys want pizza? Yeah, <laughs> pizza party. You guys go for New York style pizza. Nice. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that's it. i assume you go to a debriefing afterwards after like two or three days you guys get an email from prince k with a numerical and alphabetical code this says please speak this code when you are ready to redeem your <laughs> reward <laughs> we already got a pizza party what else do we need somebody back good for one <laughs> good for one luck reversal or uh death reversal just one luck reversal per person. Wait, no, like one, like you completely reset your luck. Oh, okay. See, that's what I was questioning. Well, uh, Thomason's going to reset her luck. Just, wow. Not even going to save the bring someone back from the dead? Who would I bring back from the dead? I don't like anybody. <laughs> Fair enough. Go ahead. Reset. <laughs> Thomason's reluck. Uh, reluck. Thomason's luck is completely reset. Hell yeah. Um, if you're planning on bringing a parent back from the dead, can we please save that for the season three opener? I mostly just have to think about it because I don't know okay. which, who he's bringing back. I feel like I feel like Jimmy would sit with the, that one for a while. Yeah, I feel like that's a like he's not. It's not even going to be like a season three opener. Like, did Jimmy's mom just leave and never come back? Uh huh. Okay, just checking. <laughs> uh, buddy, are you doing anything with your prize? Nope. Just going to keep it? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's do the end of mystery cleanup. Uh, has anyone leveled up over the course of this mystery? I will probably after we do the thing. Okay. I'm, I'm like one depends away. Depends on how many. I'm two away. Okay. Yeah, I'm one away. So did you conclude the current mystery? Yeah. I'd say so. Yes. yes. Did you save someone from certain death? Yeah, yes. The old lady. Yeah. And the did you learn some and Thomason and Thomason, oh, and yeah. technically that uh, that scientist. And they were all Tom Holland. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Even Holland Thomason. dressed as Professor Sonia from Pokemon. <laughs> uh, did you learn something new and important about the world? No, uh, not really. I don't think so. No. Did you learn something new and important about the hunters? Uh, I don't no, not really. No. Yeah. No. Um. All right. If you mark one or two, uh. Mark one experience. Oh yeah, I'll level up. I level up. All right, and we'll deal with that at the beginning of season three. Don't forget, we have a guest DM for the next series. 
I'm very excited. We'll let you know on the social media when that's happening. happening. Um, Because like I said, we are on a British Sherlock release schedule. So it just kind of fucking happens when it happens, guys. (laughs) But um, season two, that was fun. Yeah, it it took a a year. I mean, listen, there was a pan, the Panda Express. Like, we're in the middle of a pan. Are we doing this again? In the middle of a pomegranate right now. So, are you not on TikTok, Emily? This is how everybody. No, I am thirty years old. No, I'm not on TikTok. You're thirty two, so I don't know why that's a. Are you guys turning thirty three this year? Yeah. Oh my God, you're so old. You're Jesus aged. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Thanks, Emily. I've never thought about it like that before. We're the same age Jesus was when he died. No, if you were, if you were Jesus, then you'd already be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I said Princess Diana was in hell, by the way. <laughs> I couldn't think of like, oh, Janice Joplin would have been fun. <laughs> Prince oh, Harry yeah. is never going to be your friend now. <laughs> Okay, no, she was on loan. She was like, she was just doing her rounds. <laughs> it sounds so bad when you say it like that. It sounds worse. <laughs> okay, she okay. had a visa. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of another like groovy lady that would have been funny. Follow us on Twitter Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> at MonsterPodRPG. Elizabeth Battery. <laughs> And you can find us on the internet at monsterpod.monster. And thanks to Lisa for our cover art. You can find her at lisaspiller.com. Sorry, I'm still trying to think of another lady. <laughs> no, I think season three is going to have to be We Go to Hell to Rescue Princess uh, Diana. Who, who is Hitler's girlfriend? <laughs> that lady. Hitler's girlfriend? Eva Braun? Yes! <laughs> It wasn't Princess Diana, it was Eva Braun. I'll just go in and like dub myself saying Eva Braun over Princess Diana. It's fine. It's like, gonna be like that uh, Laney bit where it's like, she's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, thanks to Gumball for a theme song. Please remember thanks to rate, subscribe, us. like, review. Please don't rate us one star. <laughs> Princess Diana wasn't hell. Please rate us at least four stars above what we deserve. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Murder. Mayhem. Destruction of property. What are you doing? It's the new ad for Afternoonified. I hear the kids these days like those things. Okay, but we talk about more than just murder and mayhem. I mean, we also do science, there's paranormal history, other weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Murder. Mayhem. History. Science. Basic civics sometimes. Afternoonified releases wherever you get your podcasts every Wednesday on the Sobelow Media Network. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SobelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.